Well, we're expecting temperatures up to 25 degrees Celsius tomorrow. It really is going to be a hot day. It's going to be a lovely hot day today as well. If you're lucky enough to have a garden, a balcony, a terrace, a window box, or anything else going on on the horticultural front, you might be thinking this is the perfect weekend really to get cracking. Wayne Amiel won Gardener's World Garden of the Year in 2018. Now, we've spoken many times before. Uh, he specializes in small back gardens, and he's also a mental health worker in the NHS. So there's an awful lot to talk to Wayne about this morning. Wayne, good morning. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you doing through all of this, my I'm love? Very, I'm very well. And you, how are you coping I, with the lockdown? Well, I hope I'm all right, you know, and, and, and it's so nice to speak to you because we've spoken so many times before and I've always yeah. loved hearing about gardening and, and all your plans and your super-duper exotic and magnificent <laughs> garden. But let, we, let me start, if you wouldn't mind, with the fact that you're a mental health worker in the NHS. And, you know, we spoke to yeah. a professor of intensive care on the programme the other day. He was so great. In fact, many of our listeners suggested that we play the interview with him again because he was so informative, and maybe we will do that today because it was so good and so so you know so vivid and so accurate but very mm. frightening too and he said for patients in ICU intensive care the ones who recover which is about 56 something percent like that he says the, the the physical damage you know they have terrible coughs they may have weakened lungs mm. and they may be very debilitated for a, a long time maybe four maybe six weeks but he said the psychological damage really is extreme it's like post-traumatic stress disorder and uh, I wonder if you're dealing with all of that Wayne yes there's a lot we're dealing with and for the staff as well it can be very traumatic and gardening is increasingly being seen as so beneficial mm-hmm. for mental health. You have Dame Helen Mirren in the paper last week was talking about how gardening boasts her mental health in her darkest hours. And for many people, think, oh, someone as glamorous as her, great lifestyle, and mental health affects everyone. And it's great because it shows that it does affect everyone, particularly now. And more and more, gardening is being prescribed as social prescribing, they call it. It does. Wait, before we talk about gardening, which I do want to do, and which we have plenty yes. of time to do, I just want to ask about the work that you're doing in the NHS and, and, what, and, and, and how um, those of you who specialise and always have in mental health are able to help both traumatise patients, I suppose traumatise families, but also, as you say, your fellow staff members. We, I, I saw on television uh, um, um, a head of an intensive care unit saying it's terribly, terribly tough on staff, and even seasoned ICU staff are being very very, very uh, rattled and terribly distressed by all of this. Absolutely. Yesterday, I'm, I'm volunteering a couple of days a week to work on what they call a rest hub, and it's for staff to come somewhere quiet. They can sit and they can have something to eat and refreshments and get away from it all, yeah. talk to a therapist there. So I've got involved in that because I'm on the managerial side, not on the clinical side. Right. But everybody's doing, and it's not just for the nurses and doctors, it's for everyone. The porters, the people who um, provide the food, mm-hmm. everyone, um, are, they're all part of the big wheel of the NHS. And we need to support each other. Yes, cause, because they're seeing, and they're, seeing and, and they're seeing and doing things that they've never dreamed of seeing or doing. Absolutely, and it's bringing out the best of people and the worst of people, but it's, I believe there's more good than there is bad. All right, let's go to the gardening side of things. You're quite right. Dame Helen Mirren has said she's finding it very therapeutic. I've said many times on the programme, I am in my, I live in uh, NW8. I've got a very small paved garden. I haven't got rolling hills and acres. I've got no lawn. I haven't got a blade of grass. And I'm overlooked on every side. But boy, have I 
been in that garden. I have been working as if Alan Titchmarsh himself is going to come and judge me. That's how I'm doing it. Because obviously I'm always up against a deadline at work and I'm kind of yeah. always like pretending I've got a gardening deadline at home, which I haven't. Like, but let's face it, no one's even going to come and look at my garden. Everyone's in lockdown. It's not like anyone's going to judge me. But that's how kind of frenziedly I've been battling out there. But I'm one of the lucky ones because it may be small and paved, but I've got a garden and, and, and so many people listening haven't. So shall we start we are, with those are, people who don't, don't have a garden? What, is there well, anything so they can you, do? Yes, there's so much, as you say, is the privilege to have a garden mm. in London. I'm yeah. particularly lucky because I also have an allotment at the top of my road. Yeah. But you can garden with a window box, just a few pots. There's so much you can do. I mean, traditionally, this is the time of year, Easter, just the start for many people, the garden year, but you can sow and grow things. You'll, why not make this year, embrace lockdown, mm-hmm. and try and grow your own fruit and veg? If you are lucky enough to have a south-facing garden or windowsill, why not be adventurous and try and grow something like melons? Melons in London, we're so lucky in London because we have a microclimate. Mm. You could never grow melons outside um, the south of England, particularly right. London. Right. But you can look online, all these instructions there, they're very easy. And get the kids involved. Can you imagine the delight of children eating melon that they've been involved with growing? How long does it take from planting a seed to getting an actual melon you can eat? If you, if you plant it and start the seeds now, by September, you should have melons. Really? And, yeah. you, can, and you can do you that on your get, window still, can you? You can get four to them, but you can make it one or two, but the joy of it. You just look online or look on my blog. There's information there or on Twitter you can find me. Yeah. Um, but get the kids involved. You never know. You may be nurturing the new Alan Titchmart or Monty Don. True. What else can interested. you do? So, so melon is one um, thing. And what else could we yeah. have a try oh, our hands so at? Many things. There's so many things you can grow in pots called shets. You can even grow French beans if the pots are big enough. Tomatoes. An old dustbin you can grow you can grow carrots in. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Mm-hmm. And if you if you are gardening with pots, I mean, this is a great time of year to to replenish them. You can top dress them. That it means that means what new, new compost on the yeah, top. You scrape off the top of two or three inches yeah. and then replenish. And then the other thing I do this time of year is I root prune. Again, it sounds scary, but it really isn't. Mm. Pots, some of them, particularly the stones and terracotta, can be so expensive. Yeah. So if the plant becomes pot-bound or too big for what you like or yeah. for your area, be brave, get the plant out of the pot, mm-hmm. and basically cut away a good third, if not half, the roots. Mm-hmm. And then replenish with new compost, it invigor- reinvigorates the plant, and it saves you having to get a new pot. And we have time. This is the one... This yeah. is the one year we all have time. Right, talking about time, because we can't pretend we're too busy to do stuff. And gardening-wise, yeah. I went crazy with planting seeds. <laughs> I had some old ones, and everyone said, give them a whirl anyway. I had some yes, new ones. Absolutely. I was lucky. I had a few new ones. Anyway, I planted I planted the seeds, and they are, they have sort of come up. Some of them have sprung up. The courgette's a bit violent. It looks like a right thug. It's absolutely massive already. But, but some of them are little tiny filaments. And at some point, does every single one of those have to be repotted into a a bigger, a bigger pot, and then eventually, when the weather changes, then put into the garden. It's a right palaver, isn't it, Wayne? 
Well, I don't think it's a job. I think it's a joy of gardening. Okay, sorry, I meant to say that. I meant to say it was really a great job. And even sweet peas, I was lucky enough to have quite a few of those. And, and, and you know, they, 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 they suddenly spring up in great profusion in a tiny little pot, and every single one's got to be potted on and then maybe even potted on and then put in the garden. Yes. Is, is that right? Yes, with yes. sweet peas, you usually plant about three or four, but if you only have a pot, you just put six in, and then you've got fantastic flowers for the whole summer. Mm. But, but just talk know, us through the build. thing. But let's imagine you planted a couple of seeds or a whole lot of seeds. They're in little pots. They're on your windowsill, a nice sunny windowsill. They do spring. Something comes up. Then what? You can thin them out. If they, if what we're saying is they're becoming too, too many for your space. Thin them out. Give them to neighbours. Leave them on neighbours' doorstep. Right. With a little note. How wonderful that someone comes home from their hours exercise and finds a plant, yeah. a gift. Okay, but, but so, when do you know when to pot them on? I keep using the word pot on as if I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and just explain, just talk us through. Imagine that nobody's right. ever done this in their lives and suddenly they've got okay. a packet of seeds and they, you know, they're doing it and it's a well, miracle doing... because something green does spring up. You cannot believe you've achieved it. It is really great. But then you think, oh, blimey, there are about 20 of them and what the heck am I meant to do now? Well, you've There's got to that bit. Them out. I mean, obviously the instructions are on there. There's yeah, but you've thrown you away can... the packet, surely. I haven't, I haven't kept the packet, have I? Plus, I never kept any labels. I don't know what I planted. I've got no idea what's growing well, at all. in that case, plant them and see what happens. Right. You might have a surprise. But if you do know what they are, you can easily look online. Okay, but talk us through, Wayne. You're packet. assuming we're all geniuses at this. You, you've planted the seed. <laughs> well, it does spring up. Then what? Basic. All seeds are pretty basic. Mm. Sow them, mm. and then you, call, you do what they call pricking them out, which is basically... You lift the, each seedling by the leaf, not by the root. Yes. You put it into a smaller pot, and then you grow it in that pot until it's big enough to transport to wherever you're going to plant it. And when in London can you usually put them outside? Well, we are lucky because we have the microclimate. Mm -hmm. This time of year, you can plant directly outside. You can do sweet peas and French beans and um, you know, haricot. You can beetroot. You can plant those out now. What's in your award-winning garden? Because we can dream, we can fantasize, we can at least think about it. And then I'm, you're going to give me all your WW so people can go and have a look at it and see what you're actually doing and they can see well, your advice. What have you got going on in your garden? gorgeous at the moment um, tulips and, and the choice here. The choices are filling the, the air with scent. Mexican orange blossom is the common name for them. The, oh, and they the smell divine, don't they? It's oh, a white blossom, absolutely. beautiful white blossom that smells like all heaven. Over. Because there's less pollution at the moment, you can smell them. They're intoxicated. The tulips are just a delight. And I mean, what have you got going on that eventually you will be able to eat? Oh, I've grown lots of things. Um, this year I'm going to try and do more sweet potatoes. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a great thing. Yeah. yeah. And you can grow those in pots, and the foliage looks lovely. So oh, I want to do that. Can you do that yeah, from an actual could. sweet potato that you bought that you let sprout by ignoring it for a bit? Is that, can you well, do that? Well, I, I would give it a go because, you, you know, these are the times, but you can still order online a lot of things. You don't, because you know, because Monty Don says, if you, and I know you know this, I don't need to tell you how to go on, but he said, I was reading this avidly, I don't know if I'm going to, but he says you can get tomatoes. He's from an actual tomato. You can get, oh, absolutely. You know, you can get, you can get the, the sweet potato from a sprouting bit of sweet potato. You can grow melons from the seed. Absolutely. Mm. There's lots of things. There's, um, there's a big article in the paper last week of all the household food that you can grow. Yeah. Um, from lettuce, tomatoes, yeah. melons, sweet potatoes. But you can still order things online. Little plants 
of sweet potatoes. I wonder if I should just boast about my magnificent alfalfa crop. Tremendous. On a oh. bit of kitchen paper, in a colander, on a tray. Yummy, scrummy. Oh, it took about four days or five, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, there's so, much you, there's so much you can do. And as you say, we have the time. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely going to try to do some more sweet potatoes this year. Wait, and just tell it, us that, that how people can have a look and see what you're doing. Have a look at your garden and, and get some information from you. Well, it's quite easy. I have a gardening blog called Wayne's Garden Blog. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. Yeah. Or you can find me on Twitter, Emil, A-M-I-E-L, Wayne. Yeah. Um, that's one another way people can contact me. And there's my email address. So there's, if people have questions and things they want to know. How, what is it? And also to share pictures. We should all share our pictures of our garden. Good. I want to share mine. I'm working so hard. I'm desperate you to show should. someone. Who do I show? I'll show mine. you. Okay. Wayne, what, what is your WW thing, me, Bob? WW what? Um, my blog? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just Wayne's Garden Blog. WW oh, Wayne's Garden Blog. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much for talking to us. Lovely to talk to you. Thank you. That's Wayne Amiel, and, uh, you know, he's the award-winning gardener. He's got a garden in South London, and he grows absolutely everything in it, bananas in pajamas, just the whole thing going on. No, not really, beautiful bananas and wonderful tropical plants and everything wonderful. So have a look at that. That will cheer you enormously.